0: Good evening one and all and welcome to this year's series of conversations with Sisters Talking 2022 and today's subject this week will be are women still seen as second-class citizens are women treated as second-class citizens still in the 21st century the conversation as the conversations will be every week will be with myself the Ebster Lady A eclectic goddess a crazy and akemak and we hope that you will enjoy this conversation and give you some food for thought so are women still being treated as second-class citizens in the 21st century who wants to start the conversation well it's interesting or,
1: or, because the whole idea about about even talking about class you know what what does that mean i think it'd be interesting to think what does it mean to be second class uh, when we think about like buying buying seats on an airplane or on a train you've got the first class people with all the best treatment having the best meals and up front and getting all the attention and the people the ordinary people in second class if you want to call it or economy getting worse treatment so i think that's an interesting thing to even talk about the concept of of what that means to be second class what does it mean in terms of how you're treated you know where you stand etc cetera, etc cetera?
2: i think that's really important yeah, yeah. yeah. when we but i think we we recognize that we have a system in place um that is elitist we have a new a new class of people that have come up the work the the sort of middle class um and i say they're fairly new in terms of um the 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 position that they hold and then of course you have i suppose it's working class but there's also the underclass those who are because when you're saying working class you're talking about people who have low paid jobs and all but there's an underclass as well those people who who kind of live on the fringes of life even if they are on benefits or, or, or those kinds of things so we have a whole system in place um a hierarchical system in place just in general as a general population so it's where do women fit in that and as and you know in where do women fit within this class system um i think is a conversation that we um can we'll sort of take further does anyone want to add to
3: that
0: yeah what i will say is that you know we are still living in the 21st century <laughs> it is march 2022 and you know when you think about women still being paid less than men for doing exactly the same job when you still think about you know some men who still have this ideology that women can't do x y and z when we're able to do anything that men can do you know when we're still expected to provide um, you know um with regards to um you know the ones being at home and slaving over the kitchen stove and you know expected to you know be the first ones to you know do all the cleaning etc we still have this and obviously not all men before you know people start getting um angry but um we still have this thing this this ideology that you know that some men have that um that women still can't we we still can't we, we we still can't compete with men you know you know we have our place and that's it and and it's to me you know we still have that patriarchy that that ideology that that some men have and they just cannot let go of the fact that you know this is the 21st century you know we're not this isn't 1922 when you know women had the last um women were the last to be able to vote i mean we can we can like delve into you know like us specifically you know black women because you know we're always seen as the angry black women we're always seen as you know the ones who are the aggressive ones in the female uh, species so um i mean there's so much against us as black women um but yeah, I mean, as women in general, you know, we, there is still that, that thing that's still floating around that, that women can't do this and you know, you need to be over there, you need to be back there aspect that, that I feel is, um, is still brewing and unfortunately, you know, there are some women who actually, who, who are actually subservient to that, which is really sad.
3: Yeah i mean i think it's I, I think it's very significant that women still earn 20 percent less than men in the same role and um it's it's only because of the pandemic in in most jobs that the concept of flexible flexible working has become a necessity and has slightly changed the dimension of how we look at work and how many days a week and um you know full-time versus part-time work all of those sort of things add another dimension to this concept of women as second-class citizens and I, i think that's something to consider as well and also um i did i did manage to do a little bit of research before um we met up today and um i was I was um, surprised that uh, according to the um, last Mori poll um, on this island, anyway, um, eight out of 10 married women still do more housework than their partner. And um, 73% of domestic homicides are um, women. So that's still pretty large as well. And I think those sort of stats give you an idea of the reality of the situation i mean i know that the me too movement a couple of um years ago um looked like it was going to rock the boat but let's be honest that's all sort of started to die down now it's not at the same sort of height as it was when it started but the the me too movement is is kind of significant to me because that uh, along with um, uh, black lives matter are the sort of things that were started by black women and then carried off by um, feminists who are generally um, white middle-class women so their concept of um, Uh, I don't know if I like the word um, equality, maybe equity is very different to, I don't know, you might call it intersectional womanism or something like that, it's very different. And I think part of the issue is also um, the fact that uh, because of the patriarchal system, we a lot of us still have this concept of crabs in the barrel that um if there's one woman doing a job that is stereotypically considered to be male she might feel threatened by the idea of another woman coming in so part of it is the way men view women but another aspect of it is a societal issue which is men and women creating this disparity i don't know quite where i'm going with that but um i just wanted to throw that in there
4: (laughs) yeah i've got you can i help you out with that it's um it's um definitely a societal thing of how women are viewed but then women themselves um take it on so it will be things like um maybe if um a woman is very vocal um or very sure of herself um even in terms of being sure of her sexuality and she owns that it will be the woman that will first another woman that will first be threatened by it um call her out you know oh she's too bold she's too um she's too angry or she's just um over sexual um they definitely continue the stereotypes women do um also a good point what you said about the flexi hours as well um women more like la- uh, there are less women in the positions of ceo um because maybe women don't take that position on enough because of having to think about childcare or stopping to start a family. So they don't necessarily go for roles um, that much. Um, Also in terms of um, certain jobs in society that are viewed more as men jobs. So in engineering, um, again, girls are not encouraged, only in the last 10 years or so, encouraged to take roles um in that field or to study mm. in that field because um, predominantly it's a men's thing and they might even i have heard young girls um, share stories where they have been in classes where they might be the only female or one of the few females in the class and it will be other young women that would look at them and think oh you're a bit funny you know you're not like a, a real girl because you're taking on. So again, they have to put on this sort of hard exterior as well to fit in with the rest of the gang, with the guys. Um, they can't be their true selves um, because they don't want to see, seem soft and be taken mm-hmm. advantage of. Um, is that more along the lines that you're
3: thinking as well? Yeah, yeah, very much so. I
1: mean, can, yeah. I, can I add some more statistics to the points uh, that quasi uh, May, I think it's quite it's quite good. I mean these go back to 2019 because they haven't, you know, they're always behind aren't they, with the stats, but they they said that, you know, in the finance sector, sort of talking about sectors, you just spoke about engineering versus it's only uh, there's a, the gender pay gap. There's 30%. So it's even higher than the wow. national gender pay gap uh, of this. You mentioned senior roles, only 8% of FTSE 100 CEOs are women. Eight percent, and wow. the share and the share of female CEOs at FTSE two hundred and fifty companies are only three point six percent. The share of female executive directors at FTSE one hundred companies is fourteen point two percent. And they asked some women, like they did some surveys, and they asked them, "Who, who do you?" Um, they asked women, "Who who um, well who you think more whether they should be more done to address sexual misconduct?" And eighty two percent said yes. So what does that mean about the workplace mm. environment yeah and the share of women who think equality of household responsibility has been achieved is 12 percent. so all the things we've just been talking about you know these statistics back up the fact that we're not we're so far away from any sense of equality and i agree with it, crazy i don't like the word equality but equity you know equity in the workplace equity in the home equity in protect in, in in the sense of protecting our own bodies from violations and when you think about you know, we talk, we're talking about, you know, our women second class? Well, second class means less than, doesn't it? Uh, not mm-hmm. as valued, the, your, your, your life or your body is not as valued. And you just think about Sarah Everard, for example, all that happened last year for a police officer to take a woman and, and do what he did to her. And it turns out that these sort of things are going on regularly. There's a lot of misogyny and, and you know, uh, domestic violence amongst police. And, you know, those are the people that are supposed to protect society allegedly. So it makes you think that women really are in about, you know, we really are not on the same footing as men. We're not in the same class as men. And, you know, I think we're going to come on to talk about, about race and how that, like you said, how that intersects. And I think that's even, even more problematic, but there, there was a serious issue that in 2022, after all these first wave, second wave, third wave, so-called feminism and, and suffragettes and all of these things that uh, women, in the UK which proclaims itself to be the hotbed of democracy and, and equity and equality and all of this stuff the statistics that we're, we're hearing now are, are true.
2: I think there's something when we're looking at women um, the thing that um, I think the thing that is used against us and I think is the thing that women have to grapple with is the fact that we are the ones that I say we women are the ones that have to have children, and I say have to, we're the one, and so there is always this idea that women are responsible for children, and therefore, and they're responsible for them probably for the first 12, 13 years of their lives. So it means that they are the ones that are going to be taking um, time out. Mm. they are the ones that are going to then have to come back part-time they are the ones so part-time work is women's work when we look you were just talking about flexible hours
3: Mm.
2: flexible hours was about women yeah dealing with childcare. so men didn't get flexible hours women were the ones asking for flexible hours because they had to take the children to school they had to pick them up they would have to sort them out so women by the mere fact that they can have children, by the mere fact that they have to raise children, and scene seen they are responsible for them, are then societally put in at a disadvantage because they are going to have to take several years. And even if they work until you know, don't work until they're five or something, that's five years that men have on them in terms of experience of being in a workplace, of building up the contacts, of building up all the report. You know being available and all of those things and the society uses these things as a weapon and a way to say that women we can't do these things even in this rhetoric of you know not being allowed to ask about all of these things women then take them on and say well i'm the one that's going to have to take go part-time and women they're asking for that. and the minute you go part-time you're less available you're on a lower wage and so you're immediately taking a step back and so until we get men not to have children, but to be able to financially and within this in the workplace that recognize that childcare is a dual responsibility, women will always take the hit, they will take the pay wise, they won't they won't get for, go for the promotions and all of those things that would then get them up there. And I think that's another thing that we need to consider. We're still punishing women. I think it is for being child caregivers
3: yeah which is kind of ironic because um once you have to deal with um child care you have to get better at managing time you have to get better at budgeting and dealing with your finances. You have to get better at prioritizing and making decisions. You you know, all of these things that they say are the characteristics of a CEO mm-hmm. or of a director of a company or whatever. I think it's ironic that, you know, they seem to juxtapose each other when they should be blending together quite well. And it should actually be giving you a, a greater chance of achieving that promotion i've never
0: understood that logic that's really strange to me yeah i mean if you if you take into consideration you know how much we juggle you know who is to say that, that there is this thing about you know women shouldn't work women should stay at home look after the children until the children are um i don't know um primary or even secondary school age but then we do so if you think about what we do in the home as well you know, we bring up the children, we clean the house, we cook the dinner. OK, and this is in most part, this is in most most aspects, cook the dinner, um, wash the clothes. Uh, basically, we run a house as well as looking after the children, taking the children to school. And, and, and we've, we've got all, all of these things that are historically female that, that, that we do um, so well. You know, what is to say that, you know, a woman can't work? Look after what is to say that a woman can't run a business or be a CEO and look after her children at the same time? It can be done. It can be done. Why should it be that
2: women have to take on those roles in parallel? And, and that's the thing. That, that's the other thing. Women then have to work double because men are still taking on less. As, as someone was saying, I, one of the statistics was that women are going out, working full time and still expected to be running the home. Yeah. In pretty much, you know, full on, hands on. So we then have to work twice as hard. Yeah. And one of those jobs is unpaid. And when you ask, when you see athletes, when you see people on television and they say, well, she's just come back from having a baby and she's running just as well. And all of these kinds of things. And I remember when the three women were going around the world on a boat. I don't know why people do those things, but these three, I think the three women, three, (laughs) four women going around the world on a boat. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it really must've been really hard for you to be away from your children. Yet when the guys did it, know a few years
0: before no one asked them do you know what i mean never mentioned because because it's because you know having children it's always it's always put on the women it should be put on both people you know because it takes well historically it takes two people to to make a child or children Mm. so therefore you know it's it's a it's a you know it's the sexist attitude that people have even in 2022, that it mm. is, you know, the woman, you know, if she goes away for a length, a, a length of time, then she's the one that seen to be abandoning or she's, she seems to be the one that's missing the children. When it's yeah. men, because men can, and, you know, and again, not all men, but because men can in some cases disappear, it's like, oh well, he's the man, you know. He he, he he's all right, you know. He he he's got his things to do, and you know, don't worry about the children, you know. The, the ladies looking after children. It's like, well, why aren't men ask ask these questions? It's because of the historical societal attitude that women that people have amongst uh, towards women, and women mm. have that same attitude towards women as well, because it's the way that they've been brought up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering though, it's interesting because I, I thought a few things as you, uh, you were speaking, so There's a way, you know, when we talk about cl- class and we talk about Discrimination, we talk about putting people in a particular situation it, You know, there's a there's a systemic way an institutional way of constructing that so I was reading as well in the statistics that women's products co- You know, the pink tax cost more than men's mm-hmm. Like things mm-hmm. like tampons. Wh- why would a there be even why would it even be a cost for a tampon mm-hmm. when half the population of women and up to a certain age they from a certain age to a certain well most of our lives we menstruate from what like 13 14 15 you start mm-hmm. and i mean you go on i mean i stopped in my 40s some women go into their 50s 60s so most of our lives our adult lives we are menstruating half the population yet we have to pay for tampons so talk about the pink tax even women's clothing even toys geared to girls cost more than toys geared to yeah. boys they've done some research so there seems to be a systemic thing there that is in you know designed to keep women in a less of a powerful position than men because even say you're working and you've got a job but if you're earning less than a man and then the products you buy for yourself cost more than a man then at the mm-hmm. end of the day your disp- your disposable income is always going to be less you have less money, you have less opportunity, you can't take out a mortgage of the same size, you can't have the same kind of holiday. So you're then almost dependent on a man. There's a sort of breeding and dependency. But I was also wondering, because I know we're talking about women having the children. So in the Gambia, for example, and in other parts as well of West Africa, but particularly in the Gambia, something that I, I, I found really interesting when I first got there, is that when a marriage ends, the man keeps the child the child stays with the man they do not go with the women That is not mm. common practice and in many places in other parts of even in benin i think that that's the case now whether the father's really looking after the, the children is another question because really what happens is his mom and his sisters and his aunties and whatever the women still look after the children but the thing is the woman is then free to go because they say that then she won't be able to find another husband if she has all these children so the so that to me sounded shocking because I know as somebody who got the, I would never give my, you know, the idea for most of us of giving our children over to our, you know, our ex-husbands, but that happens there. But even in a situation like that, where a woman is giving up her child, so she's not forced, like in, or not forced, but she's not placed in the same situation as over here where, you know, you might be a single mother with these children. You're now a single woman. A woman is still disadvantaged. There's still the issue around how society has, has constructed it to keep the woman down. I just thought I'd throw that in. And something yeah. that you, you said as well, um, someone said about the allowing the men to do whatever, and it just reminded me of what my grandmother used to say, talking about how women continue, they, they perpetuate this. She used to say, oh, when she, she was young in Trinidad, they always said, you um, tie up your hen because I'm going to let go of my cock. Mm. And that's mm. what we said back home. So that just sums up, doesn't it? And the women just, the women accepted that.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think, you know, it's high time. Well, I mean, I keep saying it's the 21st century, and it is, you know, that some women just hold on to that. And it's like, well, at some stage, you know, the women who still hold on to that, you know, men rule the world and I'm going to depend on a man. I mean, some people may look at that and think, well, you know, that's selfish. I don't think there's anything selfish in a woman not depending on a man. There's nothing wrong with that but as soon as it, but as soon as women declare their independence it's a case of oh you you know you must be this and you must be that oh you know you haven't found the right man yet as, as, as if to say that we need men to mm-hmm. validate us as if we need men to tell us what to do when to do it how to do it uh, as if we need men to you know make us or you know, ha- as if we need men you know to make us happy, I mean that I mean yeah it's, it's great if you have a man that makes you happy but it's almost as if you need if you don't have a man to make you happy and you uh, you know you must be miserable you know you must be lacking in something um, where your life's concerned it's like well wh- why do why do people still have this attitude and I keep saying this there are women who have this attitude along with men hmm.
2: I think there's also something I mean um Kate you were talking about um, just how women um, no, just talking about the dependency if we're thinking about We haven't we're not that long ago in Georgian times so or the 1700s where a woman without a man could do nothing in society. She could do nothing. She couldn't rent. She could barely open a business. She may be able to open a business.
1: In the nineteen seventies, early seventies, a woman couldn't take out a mortgage. Couldn't unless she take out a
2: mortgage. Yeah. So yeah.
1: we're still, so we're still in that mindset. We're still just coming out
2: of the idea, you know what I mean? That our, that our, not just our, we're not just depending on them for, you know, emotional support and all of those things. Depending on our very survival in some cases, because without that job, without, do you know what I mean, without that support, So we haven't moved that far from it because if you remember, women are the ones that are on the low wages and we need men who have got higher wages to, you know to me, We We need that balance. And what we've done also in terms of how we portray men, and I always think that, you know, when we're talking about men and women, the way that we portray men is that the only thing they need to give us is money. And as long as... um, long as they give us money we're good so that they can give as long as they're giving child support they're a dad as long as they're giving you know what i mean as long as they're paying the mortgage i watch all these court programs divorce court programs and it's like you know what i mean they should be giving me my paycheck they're not earning and i'm thinking what is it that when we treat men that way the idea of how men are supposed to behave yeah makes us then dependent on them because we create a society where you know i mean if they if a relationship does break up it's detrimental to the woman she's the one that's still going to bring the low paid job she's the one that's going to be in in child care and going for those low paid jobs and um we only give men the responsibility of as long as they pay child support as long as they're paying for their child that's the only responsibility that they have so then we then take on all of those responsibilities on less money and in society that doesn't value what we're doing. So I think, again, we're still perpetuating these ideas. We don't, we don't value each other. We give each other these specific roles and then we we'll say, yep, yeah, we've sorted it. So a man just says, yeah, well, i pay them 200 pound a month. Well, no one can tell me that I left my picnic, but mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So if we're not going to give men adequate roles or give them adequate ideas of how how they are to be in society. women are always left to pick up the slack we're always left to be dealing with what the spaces that are left behind because we have to we have to raise the children we have to do those things otherwise we're you know we're going to lose out yet again. So I think there's also something about when we're talking about second second class citizens, we need to we can't look at women in isolation because we have been raised to be interdependent so we also need to be looking at how we what what information we give men to say that this is how society needs to be and it means you need to be when we're looking at how we how you interact with women what is it your responsibility to do and women who want to stay at home shouldn't be made to feel that they can't stay at home what they need to, what needs to happen is that men need to recognize we need to recognize what staying at home means and the contribution that that makes to
0: the world. Do you know what I mean it's this kind of thing um, yeah, so, um, yeah. I, I, you know I think you know the, the thing to um, for men to remember, especially the ones who like to think that you know women are less than is that they come from women. I think you know that's the thing that you know, men need to remember that they come from women so as far as i'm concerned you know each time they degrade women especially as uh, sexual objects or um, you know just pieces of meat really which you, know, you can put under the same banner um they have to think about their own mothers sisters female cousins aunties grandmothers um any female friends that they have or any female um, acquaintances they may have. You know, as far as I'm concerned, you know, when, when they have these ideas about women uh, being uh, less than, um, you know, only being able to do a certain amount of things, particularly, particularly to satisfy their needs, they have to think about other women as well. They have to think about the women that they're related to, and they have to remember where they come from
3: yeah it's an interesting one i mean I, I remember listening to a um podcast a couple of months ago and um giggling because they were trying to create an uh, world the concept of a world where everybody menstruates men and women <laughs> and in this in this world um sanitary pads tampons all those things are free they're issued by the government and I was thinking, would that would that actually happen? If that, if that was the case, if for some whatever reason, male and females menstruate, would, would the cost of tampons and sanitary pads be as expensive as they are? Or would it in fact be like a, a government issue thing? You know, like you pop down to your local um, pharmacy or NHS store and you say like, okay, I need X amount, uh, you know, I'm due on blah blah dates and then it's just handed over to you, and off you go. And um, they were organising ca- I, I should have followed it up because I wonder how it went. They were organising a campaign where they were um, because you know, in in uh, schools, especially in secondary schools, there's this um, like you like you were saying, eclectic goddess about um, about the pink pink pound. Uh, the pink tax almost, as it were, where um, there's, there, there is an issue in, in, in some people's lives where they don't actually have enough money to pay for um, uh, sanitary pads, tampons, etc. And um, there have been a number of charitable organisations whose sole duty is to gather enough so that they're freely available in secondary schools and um uh, i I don't know if they went on the march but they were organizing a free bleeding (laughs) a free (laughs) bleeding march where none of them will wear any sanitary pads as a form of demonstration and they were just like you know marching up towards um uh houses of parliament or number 10 or whatever to say you know like this is this is if we all decide that we're not going to use these because they're too expensive this is what's going to happen you know in terms of like society this is what's going to happen we're all going to go to work with no tampons on no sanitary pads on we're going to use public transport we're going to get get on with our daily lives as if nothing is different and we're going to bleed all over the place how long will it be before you know people in authority begin to say okay we really need to look at this because it's actually becoming a hygienic and (laughs) you know it's becoming a really difficult thing to manage and it it, it made me giggle because it
1: made me wonder i really agree with that i remember saying i remember saying this years ago and but it it was kind of ironic because i'd already stopped my you know my period so and obviously i wasn't in that category but i was like you know what we actually need to do that. We need to just stop wearing any sanitary products and just, just bleed all it. over the place. Just bleed and, all and over the place, then, place and see how long it men is. What would think? I mean, I remember a Ben Elton sketch from the 80s. I don't know if you guys remember Ben Elton. Um, <laughs> but he was I used to think he was really funny back in the 80s and then I, his politics changed. He went all right wing, but he used to be really yeah. left wing back in the day. And he, made this, he had this really funny sketch where he was making that point about the, the difference in how... You know, because actually... We still don't even talk about periods really i mean they advertise a sanitary towel or tampon with a blue liquid they'll never show you something that actually yeah. looks like blood i mean if someone yeah. didn't know they would think that blue clear liquid came out of a woman's uterus every month but it's actually um you know anyway so it's still taboo so he had this really funny joke where he talked about how if men had periods, it would just be common knowledge. And like you said, there would be, everything would be provided. And he was like, and he did this thing where, you know, these and the cricket, on the cricket pitch, these men would be saying, I was just walking up to the take, I was just walking up to the whatever to bat. And I started menstruating and there was blood all (laughs) over my trousers and, you know, and everybody would be talking about it and it would not be a big deal. And that actually really speaks to how we are viewed, how our bodies are viewed that you can't even talk about periods. I went out mm. with a guy once and we had a massive argument because in my own house where I was staying with my daughters, they were still young then, I had my, my sanitary products in a basket on the thing and he told me they should be hidden away mm. so no yeah. one could see it. And I was like, what? Yeah. I'm not ashamed of, of bleeding every month. Ridiculous. That's normal. So yeah. there you go. Yeah.
3: Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. And isn't it that razors, if
2: they're, aimed at women they're twice the price yeah so that, you know women, i've noticed that they're twice the price so any man shaving every you know what i mean they can get cheap razors and then women shaving they go through
0: the roof so just the same product <laughs> i i this yeah, is why i buy this is why i buy little... men shavers this is why i buy men shavers because they're cheaper. <laughs> they are cheap yeah, yeah. 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 rough on your skin though isn't it
1: a woman is judged for having hair coming back to this I mean coming back to yes. our bodies and how we're classed we are often judged for, I mean I don't like body hair that's a thing but there's a whole I'm, I'm sure it's because I've been conditioned because if a woman has body hair there's it, a big thing you know Like you're not yep. supposed to have hair on your arms or oh god moustache or 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 like, yep. um no the absolutely hair on chin, that's
3: exactly what my armpits look like hair on the like. chin you know
1: i mean we're not supposed to have that hair on the chest apparently some women do have hair on their chest but i mean that is considered some women problem. have got on a show of
2: beards. yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and yeah. because yeah. of yeah. their ovaries and because of their polyphysic
2: fibrosis and that's right all of those kinds of things they have full yeah. the beards yeah and, you know what i mean my cousin men, it, it, it seems manly to have a beard
1: look at the big hairy things that they have the the, the big huge beards yeah. you see i, I, and I, I it's like i'm like
0: I'm like you, eclectic. I don't like body hair at all. I find chest hair unattractive. I really do. I'm sorry. Especially more. I don't like it. I, 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 I just find chest hair repulsive. Sorry. Oh, have you seen
1: the men with the hair on their shoulders? Oh! I, oh, I, I don't I like when it. It starts to curl. Not out the smile. The hair nothing.
0: I, I, I can't hug that. I'm sorry. I don't like hair armpit really hair. Nothing. I don't even like pubic hair. So, um, I don't um, mind I,
2: I, I plat. I've been known to plap yous Sorry. I don't. I don't mind hair.
3: Yeah, <laughs> me too. <I> do. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah. but, but I when it's a woman about yeah braiding down there, well, you know that might quite, that might be quite pretty.
0: <laughs> but when a woman, for example, because I tend to get like slight hairs above my upper lip, I don't yep. like it. So I, hair, I know I shouldn't shave there. it yeah uh, and yeah, also like uh, on my as well which i which i often pluck because i don't like it but when a woman has any certain amount of hair particularly under her arms it's ungodly it's it's, it's yeah. not it's not female but when it's a man and this is the whole thing about you know the way women are treated when it's a man it's sexy body hair is not sexy but, but have you male, even wondered why hair.
1: coming back to that I'm oh you um, like it i quite like
3: it yeah <laughs> i don't mind it pushy
1: shoulders i, mean, I, I don't mind it. little curls on the chest but i don't mind it pushing the hair on the shoulder oh. I I not like it. on it's chest. when it all
2: meets up. It's when the back of the when it comes up the back and then meets the back of their head. Oh gosh! I mean, yeah. Oh, Between I mean, some no, you thinking no, there's no there's no separation. Bit... There's no neck in separation. It. it all starts at the shoulders, it goes straight up yeah. the neck, back and it's into the hair. And the yeah. knuckles. Like you're thinking mm, maybe that's a bit. It much. is a
3: bit American werewolf in London, but I mean <laughs> that's just.
0: <laughs> that's just, American you know, world from London, that's an understatement. I'm sorry. I don't find our brothers brother brother have monster. that kind of hair,
1: though,
0: that much hair. Not generally,
3: no. No, our brothers tend to have, you know, not like generally. a few little
1: curls on their chest and whatever. Yeah. Tend yeah. to be it's European big... men with all of that and Asian yeah. men. Yeah. Oh,
3: it's kind of more of a monster. European, I would say, yeah. No, it's no, more of like a European.
1: I can't do that. No, it's more of a thing, but I mean, you know, you know. What, what about the toplessness? Because this is another thing I always find interesting because the moment there's any sun, you, you get all these men walking around with their chest out, no top on. But if a woman yeah. was to take off, if one of us were to walk around bare chested, we'd be arrested. We'd be considered yeah. indecent exposure. Yet, when yeah, when I'm in West Africa, very often you see women and they have their breasts out. They're just wearing their, their wraps or whatever, in the villages. It's society the women in though,
2: isn't it? it- it's It's not even society society. that's men remember our boobage it's not about us it's not about what they're there for our boobage is because men like it and it's because men have sexualized the old tits yeah if men men look at them and they go eh, eh," they want all of that and treat them like they're trying to tune in to radio caroline every time oh
3: yeah
2: so it's and that's what it is it's because because they have been sexualized. So when they're not sexualized, when they are looked at, you know what I mean, how we, how women feed feed babies, when they're looked at in that way, if you go to Samoa or some other countries like that, women are walking around because they're not sexualized. They're seen as for what they are. That's what they're there. Yeah. that's it. And it's because Western men have had page three girls, because Western men have been told that the bodies, some women's bodies that, you know, we, we look at um, Islam and we say that they covered up, but you know, Western men ain't, ain't any different. And because mm. they've been sexualized now, women have to cover them up. I hate wearing a bra. Before I even take my coat, I'm, I'm hooking yeah. my bra. I can't bear them. And if I could walk around without nothing on, I'd be swinging left and right. But you but, know how,
1: you know how the men would be literally following you around with their tongues on the yeah, wall. Really. They wouldn't look you in the face. You wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't get any recognition. I mean, that's, this is the whole thing about the the dehumanization almost of women to a sexual object. Object. And this is what this whole thing is, you know, about, this is what we are, we're the sexual class.
3: Yeah, very much so. I remember um, when I was breastfeeding Seth once, at, um at a cafe and he was in a sling so it's not like my boobies were like hanging out on the table or anything and even, if was... they were. <laughs> <laughs> even if they were we'll sit to you exactly mm. and um but i was feeding him and i remember um one of the staff members came over and said that one of the customers had complained mm. that i was breastfeeding in public mm. and would i mind not doing that and i was like i'm having my coffee and he's having his milk so you know we're eating
0: yeah we're eating.
3: We are both eating we're both consuming That's so a good one. I, I will not be putting it away and i almost felt like i mean if it was now now that i'm a bit older i probably would have made more of a scene of it and maybe even just whipped my boobies out you know to feed to, just
1: to oh, make a point oh no but they point. can't do that now apparently because I, when the 2010 equality act came out the nine protected characteristics involved maternity and Pregnancy and maternity, so that would come under that. So that would be discrimination if they said it now. They might think it, because remember they were t- saying awful things like women should go in the toilet.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. To in the the toilet. toilet. I'm not doing that. Oh no, it's I'm I think they can't say that now. Yeah, disgusting. It would be interesting if they could. Yeah, but but I'm i you know I'm with Lady A. You know I I tend I, I avoid I'm, I'm not I'm not ashamed to say it. I avoid wearing a bra when I can. Yeah, I think me bras too. are one of the most restricting things on a woman. It's just mm. so it, they, it is restricting. You know, it's like I'm in Jamaica right now, and the only woman that can make me wear a bra is my mom. All right. <laughs> she will not allow me, she will not allow me to go out with her until am unless I'm wearing a bra or a bra top. Okay. But me personally, you know, it's it, it's just when it's hot, the heat and the sweat. It's yeah. scaffolding. And, it's and like walking got, you around know, with
4: scaffolding you know, on it. And
1: you've all got, the if you've got, you've got
4: one, one of those diet, uh, yeah, under- it's under- it's under- wires. The
1: underwires, oh my gosh. Oh no, underwires. I've got a lot under- of really br- bras it's with just toes. one wire. <laughs>
3: one, exactly. I was just about to say, I mean, how know? many times have you been stabbed in the boobie Exactly. How many times have you been
0: assaulted by your own bra? And, and even dangerous. if they're not underwired, even if they're not underwired, they still annoy me. They're still stifling. Mm. They're restrictive. They're restrictive. It's like, it's like my chest needs to breathe. Yeah, so I need tall. to. I and, hate and it anyway. I'm small anyway, so. Well, know, I'm respect. big.
2: Anyone who has seen Lady A, I'm big. They and when <laughs> I take off my bra, badass. Okay. <laughs> badass. You know, right? <laughs> it's no mistaking. No one can walk around Drop, and say, bluff. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, the all of my upper body they're right there and I think so what that's what I've got do you know what I mean
0: yeah. and I'm, uh,
2: so but what like what, I walk around but, without no bra on because what is the point of them what is the aim of wearing a bra other than because make- someone the- likes
4: to see stiff up breasts in it someone wants to see that um and it's not it's not necessarily a woman because we have to look at our bodies in the mirror every day and see what is dropping down south or what's you know i'm saying swinging left and right so obviously someone's ideology someone's Mm -hmm. idea of what perfect breast looks like it should be nice and perky they you know they'll probably say no lady a you can't go without a bra but someone who has perky breasts can decide they're gonna go without a bra i think even bra shopping as well can be sometimes deflating Uh, especially if you've you know after a child or do you know what i'm saying and they start going you know deflating and you're even doing that with a girlfriend or something like that and she's going for a double double and you're going for do you know what i'm saying an a or something it again is competition again isn't it
2: because it's also the barbie look even yeah. if you look at, even if you look at, tr- um, sort of, I don't know, trans women or th- there's an ideal that isn't, it isn't about what okay. women actually look, look like. like. There no, was some it's root someone's root. idea of what a it's woman. Someone's yeah. It's someone's idea. caricature, what a like.
1: almost. Yeah.
2: Yes, a caricature. Yeah. Thank you, Isis. So they got the double D's, the G's, all of these things, and they have got the tiny little twenty-two time, eighteen
3: way- waist. Do
1: you know anyway Look, the head, up. the head is bigger than the waist. The bugs, exactly. bugs these. life
2: body,
3: in it.
1: And it's life. not, about, it it's like
2: an not about we're having to this isn't how women are. Do you know what I mean? Women wear high heels, but listen, I used to wear high heels. Now the flatter the better. If I could walk around I in the I flattest piece of shoes, do you know what I mean? I'm going because it's about comfort and all of those things. And I think women are having to live up to somebody else's ideal and that's because men dominate fashion mm-hmm. so when women are wearing clothes they're wearing shoes that can't fit them clothes that are too tight and then boobs do you know what i mean i can never find anything to fit me because they're not you know what i mean because of the way that not they're in sh-
3: proportion yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i totally exactly agree women with that.
2: differently from white women especially if you're big If you're big, if you, if I'm a big woman, and when I was, I was very big at one point, and if I went into a shop, if I wanted to wear trousers, white women seem to gather, you know, get portly around the middle, whereas black women have got big butts, and the bigger you are, the bigger your butt. So when you bought a pair of trousers, yeah, you'd have all this material sitting in the front, and nothing at the back. (laughs) Mm. Mm. We're not even shaped, so when we're talking about, How women are viewed, black women aren't even in the concept of how clothes should fit because most white women, and not all of them, but most white women are flat at the back. Flat, 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 ironing board, flat. So when they're making clothes for them, do you know what I mean? They just put a little pleat. (laughs) Then again, if you look at if you look (laughs) at I mean, if you look at
4: the
1: shape so of black Not anymore, babes. Not I was anymore. about to say, you should not see not any anymore. Yeah, you know. They're people doing are like going to pay squats every day. What? Yeah, what? and people what? are going to pay to have
3: things attached to their well, bottoms we're saying, I'm saying, to this, make this, this... them look like that now. The they're irony that as well as
2: white women. you know that they're acquiring our attributes. So this is when we're talking about cl- citizenship and being classed we are once we've been taken from so that now that they don't need to have black women on the magazines they are we are now but since george floyd black people are on tv sometimes even i go black, Me women too. black people mm. on television
1: overkill
3: In, yeah and voiceovers and voiceovers for the radio yeah. everything yeah
0: everything. Everything. And,
3: and, and way year. too many make way too many adverts yeah. Have you noticed know, oh, that there, there's loads of adverts of like, you know, like so um, we've all um, seen it mixed then. Race. couples, mixed you know? couples, yeah.
2: All of,
1: all of a sudden. But Everybody. racism is still still re- prevalent. They haven't actually addressed addressed systemic yeah. racism at all. They want pictures at of all. us to decorate the TV and make them look like they're anti-racist. Yeah,
4: the, 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 yeah, that's how. Yeah. That's I mean, how it's, so it's a still... band-aid culture, isn't it? Cover it over yeah. and Yeah, you yeah. yeah. be all right.
2: So we're still down in this 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 when we're talking about the hierarchy they're still taking things from us so we've got they've got the lips they're starting to do the butt you know what i mean we've got this you know so they're taking all of those things
3: but we as black they're women, on the tanning beds yeah <laughs> Let's not tanning beds yeah but they, they they never quite get brown it's still orange, orange. they're, they're really taking yeah. tanning <laughs> quite brown
0: or there's a tanning or if you if you remember martina Big. Okay, you will remember Mati in a big, the, the white German Ooh. lady. Oh, the German lady. She took those lady. tablets, know, yeah. Yeah. Took those tablets to darken her skin. And then uh, she started off as a very slim, blonde-haired, white mm-hmm. German woman. And then she took those tablets to darken her skin. She's now, she's now the same complexion as um, a crazy. That's yeah, my yeah. she's
3: black and
2: weird. Yeah,
0: she's, and yeah her, but she also looks like yeah.
3: yeah, but she also looks like one of those blow-up rubber dolls. <laughs> she does. She, she, does,
0: does. she no. does.
3: So I mean, if that's the look she was going for, she's arrived.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. so, I mean, but how do we, we feel about the you know, talking about the class? we we've, we've we've acknowledged and accepted that obviously as women we're definitely not in the same class as men there's so many structural things and, and mm, mentalities yeah. and barriers to our us achieving that what about as you know we're talking now as as african women as black women in relation to white women are we third class? We
2: third class absolutely as and as if i said we get trans women in there as well trans yeah. white women yeah I think we won't be I think we'll still be, well, learn, we'll have be women. We'll have trans white women and then you know. What Men I mean? us. And then yeah. us and Men maybe us. trans women trans black women are somewhere in a- the Asian middle.
1: women as well oh, there's
2: Asian women Asian women are Asian women, we don't see them. I mean they're not as visible.
1: I don't you know. I see, see a lot of them in very in a lot of jobs in, in Job anti-racist industry. They, yeah. they have yeah. a lot of a lot of jobs in anti-racism equality diversity and inclusion i see more of them
0: actually than us in those yes. worlds mm-hmm. absolutely yeah I can, can i that. just say that can i just say that you know because i pointed out at the beginning that you know when it comes to when it comes to us you know we are pretty much at the bottom of the ladder when it comes to women okay because um because that is how um society views us society views us as you know angry when we're passionate okay when we're passionate with the angry black women okay when other women are passionate or when other women are angry they are passionate okay we are the last you know when it comes to um anything to do with fashion, we're the last to be consulted about what we want. Um, we are the last to be consulted about our hair. We are the last to be consulted about how our bodies are because a lot of us, you know, we are shaped differently to the European standards of shape. You know, we are the last to know about, it. we're the last in every aspect. So when it comes to fashion, because we're, because we historically in a lot of case, in most cases, have the bigger butt, the, the the wider hips. Especially if you go onto the continent of Africa, we have bigger hips, we have a um, uh, bigger backside, we have bigger breasts. You know, when it comes to fashion, it we're not even in. We're not even in an afterthought. You know, we're, we're so low down. It's like we're almost forgotten about, and, and until you know, it comes to plastic surgery, and you know, women who are not black want to want to emulate our attributes the same attributes that were taken the mickey out of years ago the same attributes that were seen as abnormal the same attributes that they were laughing at sarah bartman at yes, bartman yes. At a long time ago so mm-hmm. you know it, it's like when it comes to women we are the when it comes to the woman we are the last to be thought about absolutely oh, i yeah. think we
2: need to and as i say and i can see that we'll get further and further down the list as we look at gender identity and that isn't i'm not trying to kind of tear down transgender what i'm saying is when we come to the hierarchy of of society do you know what i mean we're going to end up at this, you know what I mean. On the, on the step ladders, we're gonna be down here somewhere. Into and once white women really learn how to craft looking black without being black, once you get the Cardassians with a bit more tinting. R- what about
1: Rachel Dozell? Let's not forget her. Was oh, she?
2: Oh, yeah, oh, her. Rachel, Rachel. They're trying. I, I think. It's also when you're looking at because she wasn't just trying to claim blackness as in skin tone, as in the German woman. She was trying to claim heritage. Yeah. And yeah. I she think that she you know trying to me? take uh, our full identity. A full identity. She's trying to claim heritage. The mm. the German woman is just trying to get, you know what I mean, trying to get this. Just trying the to get But when yeah. you're trying to claim heritage in a way that I think we're on we're going we're going into ground now where i i kind of question what is because i think black people are because we've had to fight so hard we become quite visual we become kind of seen as a certain type of you know strong black woman men don't take no shit all of that kind of stuff and so some people whose lives are happy mundane ordinary look at that and think oh look you know what i mean a bit of actually, I want to be able to fight. I want to be able to gather and be on marches and I want to do all those things, but I've got nothing to fight for. I've got, I haven't got a cause. I'm a nice white girl from middle class, you know, there is. what am I fighting for? Do you know what I mean? Sorry, exactly. Sorry. Do you know what I mean? I'm so, what am I going to fight for? (laughs) So I have to claim to be in this category so that I can be, you know, I can be oppressed and be in that, in, 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 in that, and something else that people are trying to claim. Claiming melanin, you look freaky, do you know what I mean? Um, I remember seeing, and I have to say, I said this story so many times, when Megan and Harry first started dealing with each other, they're first going out, yeah? And Lorraine, Lorraine on ITV, good morning, Lorraine, whatever, in the morning, she was doing a programme about, you know, they used to do lookalikes, They used to do the lookalikes, yeah, famous lookalikes, they used to get people on and make them up to look like somebody famous. And they got three white women to look like Megan, and they just put bronzer on them. Really? And I had to tweet and say, really, even when the person is black, black people still can't get a look in you just literally bronzed up white people and didn't bat an eyelid no yeah. one was in that room to say really you're just gonna bronze up white people yeah they
0: couldn't find a mixed like race could they couldn't try. find a mixed race woman to couldn't the they couldn't land. find you one
3: couldn't yeah find they're very few and far between on that. this island so, so you they, know they me? probably couldn't find one but do you know what I mean? So, and that's the
2: thing, we don't need black people, we can just bronze them up, we can just give them a pill, we can just stuff things up their butt to make them look bigger, we can just broaden out their nose, we can just fatten up their lips, we don't actually need you. We don't actually, if we could just do away with all those other bits, if we didn't have to have you, we could take all the bits that we need, pin them onto black people we can take your music we can take your dancing we can take your knowledge we can take your heritage now and we don't actually need you and you can see that black people are being drained drained bit by bit drained of everything that we fought for and soon they're going to take the oppression because if your beats you know have you seen how they're treating the, that the
0: people in, in, the
2: ukrainians in, in... and saying oh, that, that's, that's, that's yeah. another
1: story
2: isn't it yeah that's yeah. a whole, like, whole nother thing by these yeah. other white people we can't. You know
4: what I mean? Akimak did you want to say something? I was gonna ask do you think sometimes though as black women we oppress ourselves? Sometimes um, I think we do. In terms of um right so from in the Caribbean there's you know colorism so very much you know the lighter your skin is the you know the better for you in society mm-hmm. um if you're dark skin then you have to be like very, very talented, or you, you know, you're gonna go into a high job. So you're very educated. Those are the ones that you're more likely to see progress. Um yeah. and it's very much, very much about beauty. You know, that's gonna carry you through. If you're pretty, um, they got pretty dunce, in it. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And and even, you know you know further from the caribbean just being you know a woman um especially you know as a black woman i've heard this a lot you know it's it's the looks isn't it that's what you use um you use your you use your beauty that's what you use to um you know to get what you want you can get your discounts um you can bag a good job from that um it is about using it um But, you know, I think every woman's beautiful. So again, back to whose idea of beauty. So there could be a dark skinned woman that's, you know, gorgeous, but society doesn't see her as gorgeous. So then does she not feel confident that she can use what she has? You know, how does she then um, get ahead because the other persons use their beauty? Very early on as well, um, little girls, you, if you look at little girls you know I spent a lot of time working in early years and I'd watch to see the toys that they pick up as well um, they're not necessarily going for the dark skinned dolls they go for the light dolls with the look with the long hair um, even their friends that they play with um mixed-race girls are the most popular girls um, in school or if you're light with long hair um white and black you know um, I also see with little boys from early on, who they gravitate towards. Um, Black men, um, someone mentioned that if a black woman is quite, you know, um, forthcoming with her views or very confident in herself, she comes across as the angry black woman or, you know, aggressive black men themselves as well. They see this. Some black men have said it's a bit of a put off. Mm -hmm. and they can't take like the loud mouth black woman so they tend again to gravitate towards a lighter skinned um black woman because they're not ready for the stick that they're going to get from their brethrens that you're with a white girl so they'll go for a mixed race or um sort of like mediterranean look. so she's not oh she's not white she at least she's not english um But, you know, really and truly, if they bag a white woman, they feel like, you know, they've done much better. Um, I've heard where, you know, men have said as well, sometimes looking for their children, they know that their children will be better off because they get that privilege, the white privilege. So they might be able to do better in school or um, better in their neighbourhoods um and even um as a black man uh, having a white wife a white partner can help him to progress further in his career as well so um so then um i guess sometimes oh that's my point about black women um oppressing each other so in terms of the color um the way that we might comment when we see another woman as well i listen to women's comment um, you know i don't hardly ever hear a white woman this is from my personal experience saying look at her hair her hair's picky do you know what i'm saying i've only ever heard that coming out the word you know picky head good hair bad hair i always hear that coming from black women hardly men too you know her skin black so she did say it's from a black woman um even in terms of like body shape now it's cool to have you know big this big that whatever so now smaller built black women (laughs) you're not quite you're not quite Mm. black enough if you don't have a big butt and big you know big if you're gonna tick like peanut butter then you're Mm -hmm. not really representing black Mm. women so you know what my point is is that a lot of the time some of these things i am hearing you know maybe my mom's generation would have heard it from white people but i'm now hearing it more from black women Black sisters tend to put black sisters down the most. They they make the most comments, especially right, when it comes onto skin and hair.
3: I, I think that element has always yeah, been, there. been there. I remember like around two around years ago. Yeah, I remember like two years ago, and I will never forgive Steph London for this, no matter what she does from this point onwards, I don't want to hear any of her music, I don't want to know any of her opinions on anything. I remember like two years ago, she sent out a tweet because someone said they didn't like the, uh, I think it was the misogynistic nature of her music, and it just happened to be a dark skin woman who said that to her, and I thought, fair enough that's a valid point but her response was something along the lines of well you don't like what I'm doing because you're as dark as you are and I'm as light as I am and I can get any mm. guy I want and um, that's what this issue is really about isn't it and I and was that, like and that, that, you know and that, I don't
0: thinking about it's this right. woman anymore this, 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 is, this, is, this is the thing about uh, <laughs> Correct, yeah, she's yeah. a rascal, you know. At the end of the day, right, <laughs> a big one, at the end of the day, <laughs> big... we do have women who never in the forgive black, her for in that the black community that think that, um, because what the, and it's men as well, right? Because I, I, I'm, I'm on holiday in Jamaica right now, okay, and there are oh, so- you didn't take us with you. <laughs> Next time, I'll take you in my, in my suitcase. <laughs> you better be able but to pick more than one of us all. <laughs> but there's so many people that you can actually tell that they're using bleaching cream. Okay? Oh, yeah. mm. Especially, I'm not saying that men don't, because men do it too. But the Vibes women cartel. Is, vibes cartel That's is a problem. problem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. 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 But there are women who are doing it and the 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 mentality that they follow is you know if i am lighter i'm I, I, if i pretty up my skin by looking at, by looking lighter then you know i have more opportunities opportunities to do what opportunities to, to damage your skin and and potentially kill yourself Oh, no. we actually remember the Jamaica. Listen, I remember going to
2: Jamaica in 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 the eighties, and my mum, we're dark skinned people. We my mother went to the bank, and everyone in that bank, right? A crazy um, a crazy as, um, Isis. They would make you look like dark skinned women. These women were red, 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 right? Mm. And mm. they were in the in the bank, and none of them had a maths anything not maths anything they're working in the bank and my mom had to stand up there and they were sitting there she was trying to cash some money and she had to do all the counting and check their work because they couldn't add up okay and so that's it yeah and so what it is and nursing yeah nursing if you wanted to be a nurse you better be light-skinned you ain't you know what i mean you better be light skin. and the jobs the jobs that you could get just by going in and turning up with your red skin self, yeah? People used to get off, my friend Chewa went to Jamaica, and people used to get up and give her her seat because she was red and her hair was down to here on her shoulders. So we have to recognize where we're coming from, and that's a Caribbean thing, that's the same thing, you know what I mean? Slave nigger, house nigger, all of that kind of thing. That mentality yeah. is still ingrained. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, remember, remember, this is what I mean, DJ, this is what I mean, you DJ know, the DJ, was, he was the first dark skinned one, he got that, made the newspaper, how the, the first prime, the one of the, he was the first dark
0: skinned prime minister. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if we go back into history, you know, it's like during the slave, slavery times, you know, you weren't taking, you, you are right, you, you're talking about the house nigger, the, the, you were a house nigger if you were red, or, or sorry, if you were li- of a lighter tone or mulatto, as they used to call mm. it yeah you were a field nigger if you were possibly my complexion and darker yeah Yeah. definitely darker but possibly my my complexion as well not even possibly definitely my complexion as well and over time you know people in the older generation in the black community have taken on board and you know that they've run with this mentality that the the darker you are the uglier you are and if you and if you're dark-skinned black woman you know you're classified as butters which is which is absolutely disgusting and it's like well you know you're talking about your sister you talk about your mother you're talking about your auntie all of these you know it's like every black family has dark has dark-skinned relatives in their in their families and and that's what you, you are basically saying that about your own Family members that the talk about yourself. Is, you are. Yeah, you talk about yourself yeah. as well, and it's ultimately right, about and, yourself. And, and, and unfortunately, some women have actually taken that on board and said, "All right, look, if I need to go further, this is what I need to do." But what exactly. they don't seem to understand is that they are putting themselves in a position of killing themselves mm. just to just to get up, it, get get a step up the ladder. It's like it's not worth it. But when you're poor, if you're sitting down there and you're
2: poor. And you're thinking if i just do this i can get money i can get this i can get make my life better when we're looking we're sitting here in a position of being when we're looking at how society is constructed you have to work with society and i think sometimes what we need to be thinking of is not condemning them we they're looking at themselves and thinking i ain't got nothing the only thing i've buy is these because they've got the education they've got all of those things they're going to turn up at the job interview and the man's going to look at them and go mm, darker than a paper bag you need to step right out so it mm. doesn't matter what other attributes they have yeah as i said the people in the bank were all light-skinned and they couldn't add up so when you're coming in there with your dark skin and your degree in maths yeah and your engineering degree who cares so you have to find ways and i think this is what we have to realize that we're creating societies yeah that that are detrimental to our own selves as women because women are having to women are the ones that when they haven't got anywhere they have to then think about who's which man is going to look after me because i have all of these attributes and if i can find a man that's going to take me i can then feed my family i can then feed myself and we create these societies where women have to sell or bring themselves put themselves into certain positions and these are societal things Oh, now you say that as well. Yeah, that brings me back to
4: another point. So, I feel like here in the UK, um, we we are still looked upon as second class citizens. Um, but you know, we can be a little bit more vocal and proactive about you know how. Yes, we can be looked at looked like that, but do we have to accept it? um you know we can make changes but i feel like in the caribbean and 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 maybe in africa as well but i speak of the caribbean um i'll tell you my point um yes it is very difficult for women to kind of come away from looking like that i watch um you know i used to watch a lot of like dancehall videos um and some of the things that i see women getting up to within the dance hall, Um, especially like, say, sometimes what the DJs are allowed to say.
0: Mm.
4: Um, And um, it'll be stuff like, okay, um, grab up your front and this and that, you get me? And woman Mm. is doing it.
0: Mm. And
4: it's literally, it's a dance. It's not a strip club. Mm. It's a dance. But people will be there throwing money at her Our first galfi, sure breasts. You get me? 20000 dollars right now. So it's a
0: hundred quid. <laughs>
4: it will happen. And you know what I'm saying? They'll be backing out breasts. They'll come in the most ex the most exotic outfits and everything like that. But because you know they are poor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or suffering with some kind of mental health sometimes you see um people are literally um you know advertising themselves in the dance Mm -hmm. they're prostituting in the dance or but that's because they are poor and nobody's looking at that i'm not sure if the government is even aware sometimes what is been going around the world. They and know, but they don't just everything. They do are no. they, they know. They make Clubs their money. They they don't. I don't judge, I don't judge. I, for them. I don't judge. they I don't judge these women. Like, themselves. people will see them and say, mm-mm, them, that's a girl. But I don't judge them, because I'm thinking she probably has, like, six kids to get to school yeah, the next morning. she's got a right so yeah, for her she's to, got a yeah plan. and for this is her the way to get that. to wherever yeah.
3: she's trying to go exactly yeah.
4: that's her trying I to agree. make because nobody's made that provision for her do you get what i'm saying and yeah. then kids
3: absolutely you don't know
4: how many of them dads are around or even if the dad is around probably she is the sole breadwinner because sometimes that's what happens as well a lot of these women have to be caring for the man as well um and then it's about um what's that term? Financial abuse as well.
2: Mm. Like,
1: no, you know that, what I'm that was A big, a big so thing in Trinidad as well. And that comes back to this whole thing about being second class citizens mm. that like women, um, who, I mean, this is really terrible, but the, the taxi driver thing where the taxis were basically giving girls, schoolgirls lifts for sex. And yeah. some of their mothers, some of the girls' mothers were even basically, allowing these men to go with their daughters because the men would these taxi men would give them a mobile phone or some small change i mean and it's really sad that you know they're actually colluding with sexual abuse because they're so impoverished mm. and again this comes back to what we started off talking about about the lack of financial independence for women the lack of yeah. financial equality that's right yeah. and, and it is yeah. and it is really sad i didn't bother contributing to the last thing because as somebody who is considered um melanin uh, deficient in some ways, you call it <laughs> well, that no, that. I don't think I don't, so have, a, I don't have a lot of melanin in terms of as an African. I think it's not my role to really. I need to shut up and let women. But I more think. Melanated but I think before. what we need is. i've got melanin. All, of all different kinds. I know, but costumes. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, compared, compared to else. Yeah, 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 so um, I, I I concur and agree and 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 I stand in solidarity with all my more melanated
2: sisters. Exactly. I'm say. saying something, and it triggered something in my head, and it's gone now. Oh,
3: brain foggers. Sorry. The point you the point you made um, Lady A in the notes, I was thinking exactly the same thing, because it made me think of Peter Tosh and Bob Marley. Yeah, because, no, okay. you know, would you Tosh know,
2: Tosh I put in the, to, in, in, the, um, in the chat that would Obama and Bob Marley have been as successful if they yeah, weren't. But my, my
3: point my Yeah. But my point is Peter Tosh is considerably darker than Bob. Mm-hmm. And I was having this thought earlier today, actually. And I mean, the person that ultimately made the decision of how the whalers would look was Chris Blackwell, mm-hmm. who is not a, not a, a black man. man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a black man.
0: And He's he English comes from spike, a rock eh?
3: background. Yeah. So that's how he was looking at how to commercialize reggae. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and um, uh, you know, I have, you know, Bob's, Bob's a lovely man and I've got nothing against him, but, you know, I personally was more feeling tosh, but you know, that's just me. Bob's less threatening. Bob's less threatening. I love He's less threatening because of I love all what but, but I'm saying,
0: I'm just saying, saying that's a, a classic
2: example
3: of that. Say again? Of of them.
2: Thank, Thank you. You're gorgeous. Thank and you. Them, I, mm. I love the way he spoke. When that man
3: spoke, oh, I yeah, you know, would it's stick like to hot the chair. Right? It's it's awesome. Give me, yeah, him,
2: you know, yeah, and mm. he was intelligent. You could hear the man's intelligence yeah. when he would talk. Um, but then this is the thing: when we talk about how people, are, the, the the front that people have to put on, you know, Obama, the, Obama was treated as badly. If his, if he didn't have Michelle, if he had Tracy. If he had some, if he had a white woman as his, as his first lady, Obama would have been king of the world. But the fact that he had married a black woman was the thing that he had to fight most. And this is the thing about when we're looking at black women and how they're not valued.
0: Do you
2: know what I mean? Michelle, intelligent. Do you know what I mean? Top woman. Top, 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 top woman.
3: And look what they
2: replaced her with, Melania, who can't string a sentence together, even though she's speaking in her second language, her second language, do you know what I
1: mean? She had no class. The woman was stupid. I mean, in fact, let's face it, Melania was some kind of prostitute that was basically sold to Trump. That's the reality. Yeah, Yeah, and that begs the
0: question, that begs the question that, you know, when a black man is married to a black woman and he is famous, or she's famous because you know you got black women who are married to black women as well. So let's 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 be real. Let's not hide it. You know, any famous person with a, any black famous person with a white part with a white so with a black partner, specifically if it's a black woman, would they yeah, be successful? Nice. And there are so you know, the, the woman is from what I from what I from my from the experience of me having you know looked at you know things, you know, the what the black woman is always scrutinized, she's scrutinized. You know, is her hair real? Are her breasts real? Is her backside real? Is this real? Is that real? Is that, is that how dare you? It's not even that. They're not even valued. Even if all of those are real, they're
2: not valued and put forward. When when we're looking at how all of that, I mean, Denzel Washington's been married to his woman for, I don't know, yeah, let big it.
3: up to
2: Denzel. You know what I
3: mean. and Viola finally. Davis. Yeah. I mean, I can't let this this come Viola right Davis. without us mentioning Viola Davis. Exactly I love Viola. If because I a man, a be that woman, oh my goodness! Exactly. I
1: know, these are
2: talented. These are talented individuals,
3: yeah, who
2: have. Do you know what I mean? But if we look at who gets put forward and who gets to be seen and accepted yeah and if they're ma- if they happen to be married and i'm not against mixed race relationships it's not about that but it's how society sees them yeah, and how they right. value them that, that, yeah. uh, that do you know what i mean it's like who puts they put this extra value and that black women aren't valued M- michelle she's a man all of yeah. these
0: kinds of nonsense the, sa- the same thing the same thing happened to um serena williams, serena williams. Know, oh my gosh because they because she's mash quite bulky woman, mash her because up. because because she's bulky and she's always been muscular more muscular than she's muscular she must be a man she's yes.
2: muscular, she's she's muscular. muscular. She, she's a man. what they want is yeah, now I what's like. her name, what her name? whatever her name was who <laughs> can't back a ball yeah but she's pretty and she sticks the ball up her knickers and everyone can take a picture and she's in the sun the next day
1: no, she's not even pretty these women to me the major, I mean, you know, again, coming back, this really speaks to the situation for us as, as African women. Uh, you know, when you think about how Michelle Obama was vilified, Michelle Obama is an intelligent woman. Intelligent. Oh yes. my God! I think she would have been a brilliant president. I would. I would vote for. Her I think so too. I, I think mean, so her too. I mean, have you seen her arms? Everything about Michelle Obama was really positive, and they were all these racist, negative things. And then yeah. they put that literal whore, ignorant, stupid whore. Uh, Trump's wife, in in the, the in the white, and they tried to carry on as though this woman was was. They tried to basically. She was uh, thick as shit. this woman with stupid, <laughs> ugly, and literally some sort of prostitute that he bought, mm. and that and that's what they wanted to celebrate over an amazing, articulate, accomplished, beautiful, powerful African woman. Exactly. And, and shows
2: you where we're at. And, but it shows you how hard that even when. So when we're talking about when we're talking about melanin and we're talking about how black women what black women have to do yeah just to get by michelle's tough she's strong she had a man that supported her and put uh, you know what i mean he stood by his woman and said well this is mine yeah hey, do you know what i mean we're doing this together yeah and i know that she ran obama but listen when up when she's you know you that, know that she did Come you know on, yeah. that when he was looking, she Michelle was the one talking said, well, sense. You're going, going to do this, 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 and this. Yeah, yes, dear. Yeah. And he went off yeah. yeah. You know that.
3: Yeah.
2: And even Bob, when he mm. was married to Rita, he would still go back to Rita and tell him to go and sort things out. Do you know yeah. what I mean
0: Because even though he's having affairs left, even right, and know, center. Yeah. You,
2: know, you go do it. Yeah. She was strong. She was sitting to her, you. Go do so it. She was the one
0: running things. things?
2: Made sure she didn't divorce him, so you could have all the women you got. But me, me, and Marley, and me, I've ring. You understand, so mm-hmm. even when he did, and all mm-hmm. the women in the picture them come out, she said, "Yes, but I run things." Do
0: you yeah. know what I mean? And black women have to think one step ahead. I'm two steps taller than anybody Absolutely. else. You know what I suggest? Absolutely. I suggest I suggest that you know, in order to be successful, we don't do anything because I'm not changing for anyone i'm not gonna you know start doing anything you know j- just just to you know get on the ladder i'm sticking to me if, if you can't accept me then i'm not working for you it's as simple as that and that's the but mentality we have that, that... that's a luxury that we have here it's a luxury yeah. that
2: we have in the terms of we can get an education we can get a job in here we're just black and we might get a. from when you're in other countries when you're in the caribbean yeah when you're already when there is no welfare system, when there is all those, we have to we have to then consider that we're not in the position of luxury. When we're thinking of India and the caste system that they've got, yeah. you know what I mean? The blacker you are, you're you're low, and they that's make right. sure there's a whole structure and there's a whole structure, structure that says there's a whole, whole bleaching element that goes nowhere. on there as well. Yeah, and, that's why and China.
0: the
1: it's and the advices and, and the yeah, I mean you yeah. Know yeah, I'm, I'm aware amazed.
2: of the time also, just yeah. trying, kind of thinking that we can aware of the time that we, you know, yeah. are, are passionate, uh, when sisters talking, when That's sisters are talking, like, yeah. are talking, we are passionate people. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to kind of wind things up. Are we second class citizens? We're treated as second class citizens. And as black women, we can say that we are. Further down the, the 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 stream than any than, than any other group of women
1: that are out there, um, in terms of society, as you and, and even uh, people who weren't uh, originally women, they've even usurped our
2: position as women. As I say, um, the, 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 as I yes, you're quite right. As I say, trans
1: women now are, and I'm not. I, I, yeah, and I think it's an important distinction. black uh, black trans women are in a different position because they're still at the end of the day we're always African first or black first but my concern is these white men that feel that they can caricature themselves as women and usurp our position and and now we're even we're even more further down the list I mean I
2: think we have that issue we have you know we have cis men we have gay men then we have trans women do you know what I mean because if we look at how gay men are. Again, gay men are gay men. I'm not here trying to, 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 you know what I mean? But I'm thinking about the position that they hold within society. And when we're looking at gay men telling women how they should dress, when we look at gay, you know what I mean? And how gay men telling women what it is to be a woman. And now we're gonna have trans women. And I just think to myself, everyone has this space that they hold. And they have that space because of how they got to be in that space. And that's about how not just about the the, the, gender that they're born into, but also how society has treated society has treated them. And Mm -hmm. a trans woman has a different journey and a different space to hold and to be in. And that doesn't mean that we can't coexist. But when society looks at these things, they have to place them in a hierarchy. And I, and you know what I mean? And I'm, I fear that what will happen is we'll have cis men, gay men, gay tr- and trans, trans women. Yeah. And then at the bottom, we're going to have all the melanin fighting for the little spot. So we're going to have Asian women, Asian men. And we're all going to be trying to squeeze up ourselves into the little spot that's left at the bottom and be trying to trying to make ourselves heard in this kind of hierarchy of, of that's of why non-melanated people and that's where we're going to be the crabs in the bu- bucket because we're going to start looking at asian men you know what i mean and asian women and all of these kinds of things and that creates the infighting and as long yeah. as we infighting amongst ourselves whether we have the colorism you know what i mean light-skinned women dark-skinned women all of these kinds of things then we don't raise up we don't become we can't go up because we're gonna be still fighting for the little crumbs at the bottom of this Yeah, it's
3: up. the classic colonial approach of divide and rule, yeah. isn't mm. it? Basically, which, which is and if run. we keep falling for it, mm. then part of the onus is on us as well. Yeah.
0: Because we well, say there's say no other no way to
3: say it. We, we, yeah,
0: we know, know what's going on, going and, and it's been done it a few to years. to close right about now. I, been I, been just say, I just wanna say one, uh, just one last thing. This is why we have our own platforms and it's important that we have our own platforms because we know what society we, we know what goes on in society mm-hmm, and the longer that uh, the longer we fall for it the longer it will go on so the longer we, it will continue of mm-hmm. course so therefore we we have the ability and we're doing it now we have our own platforms to elevate ourselves that is a solution yeah mm-hmm. i totally to agree absolutely. with that maybe I,
3: it's not a case of um, keep Asking for and demanding a seat at the table, maybe we make our own damn table. I was saying own table. Table. Mm-hmm. power so never concedes power. power. Yeah, exactly. Power
1: yeah. Never concedes power.
3: We
2: exactly. take
1: power. We, we take power.
2: We power. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. They had an insurrection um January sixth. Hmm. <laughs> we can we can sort something out we don't have to do it with violence our knowledge our perseverance we have been through the most and we're still here looking Mm -hmm. people in the eyes do you know what i mean still here strong and you know what i mean strong and black and melanated through and through you know what i mean so um yeah i just want to say thank you ladies for the contribution and exciting informed in conversation as always thank you for taking the time and um, we will be back again next week. Next, um, week next week with our conversation which will be about um, another great topic that we will be talking about is on Western medicine Western, medicine Western medicine and how that affects us as a society as black people as black women so uh we've been sistering talking and we will see you next week this is sisters out um eclectic say goodbye to the to the to the listeners peace and blessings a crazy say goodbye to the listeners ciao for now the Ebster, say goodbye later see you next week akimak say goodbye peace out Peace out. This is Lady A bringing it all to a close. See you next week. Peace out.